0: Well, today, as we get, Christmas is right around the corner, we all are feeling excited. Um, today, I'll focus on just this one idea that ties together a lot of our uh, readings here, and that is uh, David, King David. Uh, some of you might know this, some might not know this. Uh, it's part of the church's liturgy, a very beautiful thing. Uh, we are in the midst of what we call the O Antiphons. And the O Antiphons, so starting December 17th, you have this kind of a countdown, okay? And in the, the Antiphon that shows up in Vespers, which most people wouldn't really be familiar with that, but it's part of the church's liturgy. It shows up in the, in Vespers and it, in the evening prayer, and it also shows up in our uh gospel acclamation. So our gospel acclamation today is O key of David, opening the gates of God's eternal kingdom, come and free the prisoners of darkness. O Key of David. So Jesus is referred to as the key of David. And so for the uh from December 17th to December 23rd, you've got uh these O antiphons, and I think there's seven of them if I'm not mistaken, you've got to do the math. And they begin O, and then they have a title of Christ drawn from the prophetic scriptures. O key of David, O Wisdom. The first one is O Wisdom. Okay? And then it ends with O Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God is with us. So it goes from it goes from the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, and his most kind of, I guess, distant sort of identity as the Word or as the wisdom of God that has created the worlds. That governs all of human affairs and human history. So that's kind of what it begins with. And then it ends with God with us, meaning the incarnation. So Jesus is with us. And in Latin, if you if you were to take the beginning, the first letters of all of the O Antiphon, the titles of Christ, and you were to read them backwards, it says, I will be there soon. So it's kind of neat, it's, just, it's kind of this code sort of embedded right into the liturgy. But today we have Jesus' title as the key of David, and so we got this idea of David. In our first reading from Isaiah, uh, it's it's the house of David that's being that Isaiah is giving this message to. Hear, O house of David, this is the sign that's going to be given to you, the virgin will conceive, and so forth and so on, and name him Emmanuel. And uh, if you notice in our gospel reading as well, very important is, it says, um, uh, the Lord will give him the throne of David, his father, okay? So, uh, and it says to, it says that the Gabriel, the, the angel Gabriel sent to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, okay? So that's kind of a really important part of this whole idea of David. We have these very important prophecies all throughout the Old Testament that kind of create almost the framework for the whole uh, Old Testament. Right in the beginning in Genesis 3, after the fall, we hear about this, the seed of the woman who is going to strike the head of the serpent, okay, so there's this whole deal—the seed of the woman, so Mary shows up in that first prophecy, and then you hear about the seed of Abraham in whom all the nations of the world are going to be blessed with, Abraham. And then you have a promise to David himself. And Nathan comes into David and, and by the word of the Lord tells him that his seed will sit upon his throne forever. So then you've got the seed of David. So you're kind of narrowing it down, the identity of this seed. And in Isaiah, what's going on here, this is about 300 years after King David, the, the house of David itself, there is this threat that the promise of that seed is not going to come because the northern kingdom has split off from Judea, from Judah, from the kingdom of Judah, and it's kind of, it's made itself an adversary, unfortunately, so it's kind of like, you know, a fraternal rivalry here between Israel and, and Judah. So this northern kingdom of Israel, the, the kind of the evil twin brother, so to speak, of Judah, it's in league with this Gentile nation, uh, Syria. And the two kings of Israel and the king of Syria have conspired together and they want, what they want to do is they want to go into Judah and they want to kill the king who at that time is Ahaz and they want to remove him from the throne and they want to put someone else on the throne. Now that's a bad thing because that would mean that the whole promise of David's seed would be interrupted and it would be lost. Okay, so the prophecy that has from, from time immemorial uh would be un, would go unfulfilled so it's a really big deal it's a really big deal and uh what happens is god uh, intervenes to stop that from happening and he's communicating to ahaz like he's saying calm down don't worry about it i've got this under control and at the last minute god has a solution that solves this problem and in the midst of this whole worry that the house of david and that the davidic lineage and the promised seed of the woman and the seed of David and the seed of Abraham is not going to come, uh, you've got this prophecy. Here it is, this woman that we hear about from the beginning shows up again, and she's a virgin, and she's going to conceive and, and bear, bear the Messiah. And so uh, this is going to be the ultimate assurance that that house of David and the lineage, the Davidic lineage, continues on. And so today we celebrate Jesus as the key of David. Jesus is the key in our lives as well. He unlocks uh, any kind of concerns or worries or fears that we might have. And uh, oftentimes, you know, God is a really good storyteller. So if you want to tell a boring story... You make it super predictable, but if you want to tell a good story, you have something's going to happen, and it's like the, the there's a threat that uh, the all of the promise is not going to be fulfilled, and then suddenly at the last minute, in an unpredictable way, something shows up and saves the day. Okay, that's a good story. And that's how God writes the story of salvation history. And so in our own lives, too, is individually, you know, we don't know exactly how... How this problem, whatever it is that we're facing is going to be solved, but we're called to trust and called to trust that God is someone who's going to save the day, so to speak, the last minute in an unexpected way. Something that we can't predict. And that's why it takes faith and it takes trust. So today, my brothers and sisters, as we wait for the, the joyful day of Christmas, we trust in Jesus, who is the key to all of human history. He's the key to salvation history. He's the key to our lives. And, uh, and we, we trust that He is the answer to any kind of problem, uh, that we might be facing, whether we're the cause of the problem or something else is the cause of the problem. Jesus, uh, is the solution to that problem. He is the key of David that unlocks, uh, unlocks our hearts and unlocks, um, the mystery of human history.